Damn, nail. You're tuned in to We'll Be Right Black Podcast. I'm Nina. And it's your boy, Frankie. We'll be having fun conversations, diving into the latest social media debates, trending topics, relationships, sports, faith, and whatever else comes up. So kick back and take a listen. And you can join us in the discussion by following us at WBR Black on Instagram and Twitter. And also find us on Facebook at We'll Be Right Black. Hey, what's up? You're tuned in to We'll Be Right Black. This is Nina. And this is your boy, Frankie. And we're back. What up, baby? I'm so excited. We are back for real this time. No, for real. For real, for real. For real, for real. Because we told people that. I know. And then, you know, life, <laughs> life just did what it do. <laughs> but we back for real this time. We this back is, I don't for real. Even... Hold us to it, y'all. We back. No, for real. We no, because I don't know what... That last season was like a... I don't know if we can really call it a season. We that need to was... go ahead and change that to a bonus episode. That was like a weekend. I don't... It wasn't a season. It, it, was... it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> so, I don't, so I don't know what season this is. We're just going to call it a new season. Just, just a new season. I don't know what yeah, number it is. We're not keeping track of numbers, <laughs> dates. I don't know. Don't ask me what day we dropping. I don't know. But we back. We back. We're going to give y'all some content. Because we ready. It's been a lot going on. A lot of people don't know that I am in a master's program. I'm getting my MBA. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, oh, you know. Some going on. Hey, oh, we got some new sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> we got the little buttons and stuff with the sounds and stuff. So, all right. So, let's take people behind the curtains real quick here. Okay. In case people didn't know, this entire, every episode you'd have never heard that's been recorded. Prior to today. We've been recording with one singular mic. How ghetto. I know. How ghetto. (laughs) Frankie, wait a minute. How was we recording so long with one mic? During the pandemic. We had and, and group episodes. We had, I was just about to say we had group episodes with four people on one mic. How was we doing? I, I don't know, but I'm glad. It's I wish absurd. we were recorded because it looked it goofy. It, 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 it was the, absurd. But we upgraded. So in case we've been gone, but we decided to make some upgrades in the meantime. Thank God. We got we got a new soundboard. Uh, what you want to hear? We got some sound effects. Yeah. Two mics. Now, we need to figure out how to do more mics, but for right now, two mics gets the job done. Hey, it's better than the one that we was operating off of. I have no idea how we do it. And y'all actually, y'all was nominating us for awards and oh stuff. Oh, my God. And we coming to y'all <laughs> with one mic? I'm sounding all How dreadful. far away and stuff, trying to debate and stuff. People like, are y'all recording in a cave? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> It was bad. I mean, it was, look, we, we did what we did. We did what we could. But I feel like we still kind of, we didn't do too bad. I feel like we, we didn't do bad. It was a nice, it was a fun supported, project. And y'all supported us through it. Yes. Even though you had to turn your volumes all the way up sometimes. But <laughs> Listen on speakerphone. But y'all roll with <laughs> us, man. And so we excited to have all this upgrade and sound. I think everything sounds better. I hope it sounds better. Yeah. Listen, I hope it does. Because, listen. We investing, but we still got bills, okay? Exactly. So we can't be putting too much money in this podcast <laughs> just yet. That's Hopefully, okay. we can That's start okay. making some we're money gonna, on it. Some returns, don't you even worry about it's, it. Hopefully, okay, and then we can start getting some other things. But for right now, y'all gonna have these two mics, and two is better than one. 
I'm excited. You know, I am excited. You know what today is? Now, y'all won't get this episode on this day, but as we recording, it's Cinco de Mayo. So I want to make a noise, but I can't do it. I cannot no. roll my tongue. You been trying? At least not, you know, yeah, verbally. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> out the gate, huh? You ain't waste no time. This, this is a new Nina, boy. I'm liberated. I told you that. Before we recorded this, I explained to Frankie that I have a newfound freedom and liberation. Mm-hmm. I think previously when we were recording, I was really guarded. I was really concerned about, you know, the podcast. It, it felt like something personal and it was somehow intersecting with my professional life. Um, just because mm-hmm. people, you know, found out and knew about it. But mm-hmm. I just, I really don't care anymore. Well, I feel like I'm still a professional. I still get my job done. And if y'all, you know, happen to hear me talking about WAP and shaking ass on my podcast, and you don't like it, then turn it off. This is a look. Because we have done a WAP episode. Mm-hmm. We had a sex addict episode, by the yes, way. Yes, we did. I was very concerned about my boss hearing about that. And I'm surprised I'm surprised to hear that because I've seen you around your coworkers like you're right, and like I you talk about any and everything. Right, so I was surprised that that tra- that that didn't translate. But you know what? I ain't mad at. It. I'm just glad that I you, am liberated. I'm just glad you finally and came. So buckle up, cause your girl is wilding. Oh God! Now I'm a little concerned. You might be too unhinged. Like, do we need? Well, to- and if that happens, then you have no one to blame but yourself. You gonna blame me for that? Yes. So we ain't going to give no credit to the margarita you're drinking right now? First of all, it is... Today is Cinco de Mayo. Don't do that. As we record. Don't do that. It's not a real margarita. What you mean ain't real? It ain't real. It got real alcohol in it. It's a truly, okay? Stop. We on keto, by the way. So we've been doing these keto diets. So right now, Trulies is our... And dry wine is our alcohol of choice right now. And so we decided... Bro, keto is the... It's from the pits. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad until you have a craving for potatoes. But it and can't no keto substitute. It's true. But every diet, every diet that happens with every diet, though. Like, like, let's be fair. Absolutely. But I'm also whatever concerned you, about my cholesterol being half is what you crave. That's I'm, how, I'm concerned about my cholesterol being through the roof. Oh, girl, your cholesterol's fine. Keto. Your cholesterol's fine. I don't know about that. You but know. I have been losing a couple of pounds, though. You That's know. what I'm talking about. You know. We got a trip coming up, so... Uh, yeah. Trust me, it's going to be all over I'm trying pants. to shake some ass on the beach, down in South Beach, you know, so... Spoiler alert. Baby girl got to get slim thick. Look. Disclaimer. And if this don't work, goddammit, I want a damn tummy tuck. Girl, you already look good. You already look good. You're going to come off do this not money offend, for this plastic surgery. Do not offend the heavier set community because when they see you, they're going to be like. You know what? I don't like that. Listen, okay? I am 4'9". A lot of people don't know that. I'm 4'9". That's short as hell. Five man. pounds on me looks like 30 on somebody else, Facts. okay? But it's in the right places. She <laughs> thick, can't. and she thick with hey. it. <laughs> All right, we off the hit. Look, I think my aunt, 
Debbie is going to be a new listener to this podcast. So I want to say, I'm sorry, Amy. Oh. I, I know you're going to check this podcast out. I'm sorry, Amy. There's going to be I'm some. I'm sorry. I apologize. You, in can't, the share, you can't share no. this with. You can't tell your church family to check out your nephew's podcast because it might be. I'm sorry, Amy. I'm just giving you a heads up. You should have gave me that heads up. No, 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 no. Because I know, I'm no. I'm here talking about shaking ass and because that's the, gonna be No, like... that's, I do not want one person to change the whole tone <laughs> of this. I need that. I need that. Amy, just know that we love you. We and, love you. We sorry. And uh, don't look at us differently. <laughs> Because this ain't the this ain't this ain't the church podcast. She gonna be like, not my sweet <laughs> Nina and Frankie. This ain't this this ain't that. I'm sorry. We love you, but we got to do us. So, speaking of it, so we've been thinking about what our first episode was gonna be. My favorite place to go to for topics and content. Oh God. Facebook. Oh God. And you know, Mother's Day is coming up, right? Well, by the time y'all hear this, Mother's Day will be passed. But for us, Mother's Day is coming up. And so there's been a lot of debating topics around that. And so I ran into this one. And so it gave me an idea of to do a topic of called. Where is the line? And if you know what show that is from, I will give you a quick trip gas card. For $2. (laughs) (laughs) And so we thought that was great to like talk about some appropriate and inappropriate scenarios. I'm so excited. I love these type of questions. And we're going to talk about where is the line. The line. And so the one I ran into on social media was around Mother's Day. So apparently, so this is a baby mother and baby father who are no longer together, but they have a child that they raised. Mm-hmm. But they're in their own separate relationships. Okay. And the topic has been around the baby father getting a Mother's Day gift for the baby mother. And we was wondering, and there was a lot of spark and debate about, is that appropriate? You in a relationship and she's in a relationship, but you're still getting her gifts. Is that appropriate? Or because it's Mother's Day and she is the mother of your child, or vice versa, Father's Day? Is that appropriate? My immediate response is, it depends on the gift. Now, you know that's not a fair, you know that's not a fun answer. We need a yes or no. I I mean, it it really does. It depends on the gift because. Oh, you think it's the gift that it matters? I think it does because it's like. I think it's the Giving your baby mama that you not with like long stem red roses for Mother's Day just feels a little different than giving her a card that says Happy Mother's Day. Mm. Thanks for being a good co-parent. But flowers are standard, though. That's a standard gift. Well, you know, different flowers mean different things. True. So, again, it depends on what type of flowers, what type of arrangements. So, even, okay. Because you being all in the videos. (laughs) Dancing. Long stem red roses. Okay, but a bouquet. But what about a bouquet of flowers? What a card saying you've been. What kind of flowers? Just I don't. It could be roses. Let's say roses. Mm, It could be. I don't like that. Why not though? See, when I think it has to be something very like benign, very like 
friendly. But I think flowers is benign. I feel like that's standard. Yeah, I think it depends on what kind, though. When you start giving people roses, that feels a little bit more romantic. It does it have feels a romantic a undertone. More, you know? But also, it's also probably the most popular flower to give as a gift as well. Mm-hmm. Give her a plant. I think that's safe. When in doubt, give a plant. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. But but you're okay with the idea of somebody giving a gift. I think it does depend on the the, the gift, child. the circumstances. You know, if my daughter's dad gave me a gift, I would probably call the bomb squad out just oh, to make God. sure. Oh God. There's nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little suspicious. It would be a little bit weird. Um, but you know, I have seen some really, really amazing co-parenting relationships that, you know, they're close in that way. And so Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be as abnormal to see it. I just, if I put myself in the position of the partner Mm -hmm. of the person, I don't know if I would necessarily be upset about it, but it would matter to me the type of gift. Again, again, it really, honestly, for me, it mostly boils down to the type of relationship that they have. Because if you haven't been buying gifts this whole time, but if from one random mother's that you was like, oh, I want to give them a nice gift, that honestly still may not be a bad thing. It could just be Yeah, like, but it feels a little weird. Like, where is but, this coming but from? You, yeah, you would think in your head, like, yeah, exactly. Like, what's behind Why this? Why are you giving me gifts? You're trying to get so, back with me. <laughs> at least that's what the he, boyfriend of the... He want me. That's what the boyfriend of the baby mama would think would be like, why is How he doing this? How am we trying to get this? back? Right. And so I had actually mentioned that and I got accused of possibly being immature or insecure for being suspicious or finding it odd that a dude, that a baby daddy would randomly, if he doesn't have a history of doing it, but decided one time to do it. I just simply said that it would be odd. It and is I would, odd. And I would, have some, I would have some thoughts or concerns like, now, that doesn't necessarily mean that no, it's anything. I, I think that's completely odd. My daughter is 13. Her father has, her bio father has never gotten me a Mother's Day gift. Mm-hmm. And that's completely fine. If he popped up and gave me one this upcoming Mother's Day, I would think that was weird. It would it would catch. So I think that does matter. Like, what is the type of relationship? Is this normal behavior? You know, like if this is like, oh, this is always a thing, and we just want to recognize each other, and that's something that you've always done. Then of course that would make sense. Yeah, 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 but like if you just like randomly all of a sudden giving gifts, I think that is weird. And I ain't necessarily saying that it even has to be a bad thing. Like it might be fine. Like it may be just like, you know what. You've been doing, you know, you've been doing an awesome job with our child. I just wanted to give some recognition, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, if, if it could be completely innocent and it may not be nothing deep and I wouldn't even think nothing into it. So, that would be fine. Yeah. I just had, I just had disagreed that it automatically constitutes as immature or insecure if you have questions about the, the intent, the intent or the motive, yeah. if it's something that's out the ordinary. I agree. That's not crazy. That's weird. If somebody uh, just randomly did that. Yeah, yeah. Now, along the lines of exes, we was also thinking about boundaries with exes. And so another topic that came up with an ex is, is it appropriate to have 
a close relationship with your ex if you are in a new relationship? And if so, where is the line? The line. Are you, do you have any, do you find anything odd with still being friends with the person you dated? Well, I well, have in a, a lot seri- of... I, serious relationship, let's be specific. You was in a serious relationship with them. And maybe it just and didn't work out. And then y'all maintained a friendship. Yeah, because it just... Well, I don't have any personal experience with that. I think it depends on how and why you broke up. Definitely. And also maybe, you know, how your relationship was established. Mm-hmm. I think that matters too. So I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen. But if it does, I think that you need to be really clear about boundaries. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, don't be talking to your ex about your new boo and talking about how they pissed you off and all of that. Like, leave that alone. So would you enter a relationship with a guy who says he still maintains a, a, a pretty... Good or maybe even close relationship with his ex who he had a I, serious relationship with? I think close relationship would make me uncomfortable because I wouldn't want you Just confining in that person and talking to them about what's going on with me. And then, you you know, it was there sex involved? And is there potential for you to, you know, still be sexually attracted to that person and have sex yeah. with them. Well, they both came to you as like, it's completely dead. Everybody 100%. gonna say that. Of course people gonna say that. But I think personally, I would be concerned about the potential of that. That's something that I would be absolutely thinking about. So, I, I would be yeah, definitely I, cautious. Yeah, I, honestly, I probably wouldn't even... Look, I ain't, I'm not saying you can't be friends with your ex, close friends, whatever. Y'all could be besties. I... I'm not the person that judges scenarios if it works for you. Right. For me, I think I would just avoid that situation because the way I'm wired and set up, like, I don't, I haven't even, if I'm getting into a relationship with you, I haven't even established that trust yet. I don't even want to put myself in a position where you're very, you have a close relationship with somebody you've been super and very intimately involved with. That can get really tricky. Yeah. There's a lot of unknowns there. I would, I would personally stay away, but that's not me saying that you shouldn't ever date somebody who is still friends with their ex. Well, like, and I think that you can be... Sometimes people act like it's like you friends or you enemies. You don't have to be enemies, mm-hmm. but we also don't have to be friends. You know, mm-hmm. we can be cordial. Mm-hmm. We can even be associates. Like, I can see you in a club and we can... What's up and how you been doing? Mm-hmm. How your mama and them? But that don't mean that we besties for the resties. And on the flip side of that, it doesn't mean I have to hate your guts and mug you and want right. to smack you when I see you. Right. And so, yeah. There's some I, middle ground there. Right. And I have, you know, because I'm, I'm probably still cool with all my exes, but it don't, I, it don't go beyond just... Them hugging me in the mall. If, yeah, running to them saying hey in the mall <laughs> or, or responding to a random social media post. Yeah, or like I think on that's Facebook. completely appropriate. So, all right. Now, what about a scenario where the exes aren't friends anymore, but they're still really close to, like, their family or friends? This is really interesting because I've heard of this happening. I've seen it. And a 
few different situations. It's weird. It's so weird. It is weird. And it really gets uncomfortable when someone starts dating. So you're with someone, you break up, but your mama and them still cool with your ex-girlfriend and still be having her at the house. Now, if you go get a new girlfriend and bring her to the house and the ex-girlfriend here, that's going to get a little weird. Yep. Them boundaries, boy, them boundaries is a must. And you know you can't tell your mama nothing because they just want to do whatever the hell they want to do. And you know what? And it's speci- no shade to mothers, but it be them, the mothers. But the I'm sorry, I'm sorry to throw some people on the bus, but the women be targeting the mothers because they know the mother would take their side, and the mothers be loving it, and they be campaigning and championing mm-hmm. for their ex every chance they get with that. And I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable yeah. with that dynamic. Yeah, because I will say. That my daughter's dad is, um, you know, his mom really loves me. She was at our wedding. Um, Thanks for coming. You know, she has had pictures of me up on her wall. And I cannot say that she has not done some of that to to purposely be an asshole. To her son's wife. Mm, you know, I have been invited to their family functions and things like that. And for me, I just feel like I need to maintain certain boundaries um, for myself yeah. and also to, like, respect, you know, mm-hmm. him and his wife and, and mm-hmm. the family that they have. And, like, she don't want to go to the family barbecue and look at me. Um, right. But... The reality is, you know, you know, I think sometimes there is some piece of that where it's like you wanted your child, you know, your son or daughter to end up with a certain person because you thought that they were a good fit and then it doesn't work out and you're a little hurt. You need to Mm -hmm. grieve. But I do think, yeah, sometimes the mamas can get real petty. I asked her one time, why do you have pictures of me up in your house? Why do you do that? What'd she say? Because I don't know the answer. She to says this. she can have whatever the hell she wants up oh, okay. on her walls. That's See, what she that, said. Is that I'm starting to feel like that's more about him than it is about you. Her I, oh, petty. it has nothing to do with me. Okay. She's definitely yeah. being petty. Yeah. She's definitely wanting to piss them off. Not that she doesn't love or care about me, you know, and obviously right, right, right. her grandchild. Um Yeah, you the one that got away. Yeah, it is what you know, it is. But like, like come mothers on. Know, I can't imagine how his wife feels going and looking at mothers that. Mothers be knowing when they son and let a good one get away. Like, they be knowing. Okay, but mama, you got to grieve it and, and move on, okay? <laughs> you can't be having the ex up at Thanksgiving dinner just because you won't let it go. They, they've they gone their separate ways. Look, I get it. Look, I've been- Leave a, it alone. I've been a lot of mother's favorite boyfriends- for their daughters. Like, I get it. I'm like, sorry, y'all. He like, gone. He with me now. You got to <laughs> let it go. Like, I you got to let it go. I, I get it. I, shout out. Um, but, no, that is, I think, and, and it's different. Even with your situation, it's a little different because y'all share a child together. Mm-hmm. And so, she has relevance in that child's life. So, there's still a family, like, 
Yeah, you know, there's a family there's dynamic. There's a reason. There's a reason to still be relevant in each other's lives, even if it's very you know minimum or whatever the case is. That's very true. Without a child, but yeah, you why still you coming have, around? But you still have a relationship. Petty. Like Patty, I, I, you just being petty. I just there's think, no reason. Also, why would you want to? If I'm breaking up with you, I don't want to see your mama. I don't. I don't want to see your dog. I want to see no dog that look like your dog. You know, okay. You just you just hit on a good point. You just hit. Sorry, jumping because you just hit on a good point because I feel like for a person who wants to move on, that's kind of the mindset or the approach. Yes. Reason why a lot of this feels uncomfortable is because a lot of people who hold on to like the family and the mother try to maintain these relationships. Because that's their way of also holding on to a little hope to the relationship. To get back. Absolutely. Hold, keeping that door like open. His so, like his mama really liked a, me. So, you know, he going to figure out that I was right, the one. No, girl. <laughs> if he got to do all that, then because mama's it gonna ain't be worth in, it. Because mama's going to be in the ear. Throwing shade on the new relationship. Like, and so, oh, that's the worst. Is, and when they be talking about the new girlfriend mm, and throwing shade. Oh, child. So this that's why I think I subscribe to that it may be over the line. Absolutely. I, think, I agree. I think if y'all break up Leave it alone. If the two people decide that they're no longer gonna be a part of each other's lives, I think the family should follow suit. I agree. Snap, I snap, think, snap. I think I agree. I you just, know, I know some people who I, have maintained relationships with people. <laughs> That, you know, some of my exes, and I'm oh, just God. like, Mm-mm, I don't like that. Oh, God. If I'm cutting them off, so are you. Thanks. That's, and see, I didn't even get to the friends, because that's, to me, that's even more weird, where the friends is holding on to the, to the ex, too. Like, that's, I don't even. It's, okay, so if they had friendships before the relationship. That's different. That, that's, that's, different. A good, that's a good but point. But I will say, too, because I have been a part of some situations where, you know, we were introduced as couples. But I, for me, when I form a uh, friendship with somebody, I consider you a friend, like, whether you with this person or not. Mm-hmm. It's not contingent. Like, I'm not a family member. Right. You know, we don't have to be around this person that you used to be with in order to hang out, right? If we just, if we're friends and we develop a friendship. But I have been like ghosted before once somebody has a breakup. Yeah. And I didn't completely like that. I understand if you're saying like, hey, I'm not in a place of where I want to maintain a friendship with you just because of, you know, maybe it hurts. Maybe I don't want to be in that space. Whatever, that's fine. But it's like, damn, girl, did you break up with me or him? Shit, what did I do? All right, so you actually are, so you actually campaign for friends maintaining relationships. I think it depends. I really do. For me, if I'm calling someone a friend, we have spent a lot of time together. Mm -hmm. We have confided in one another, like. But that's not. But how's, that's not too much different from when we use the family. Like the family didn't no. probably spent a lot of time. The girlfriend may have been had a lot of intimate conversations with the mother during their relationship. Like, like or the sister. So we saying or the, they, we saying even, they friends. We saying family. They but, friends. But it's not. Hear me no, out. No, you're not hear family. Me hear me you're out. You're not family. Hear me out. Because we're not even just talking about mothers. We're talking about like sisters too. Like, like. Why can't you develop develop a legit friendship with the sister? 
or the sibling of the person you with. Like, how is that any different from the friend versus uh, like a sibling? I think if you can maintain that quote unquote friendship apart from their previous partner, then fine. But that's a that's. But what but what family does is they be bringing Keisha ass and them over for Easter dinner and shit. And then Terrell got to look at her. That's okay. I like, get, that's different. I get that Like, part if me and homegirl, we cool because we all used to hang out and do stuff. And then we was going out to happy hours and all of that. And then all of a sudden, you break up with Terrell. And then you drop my ass like a hot potato just because I'm with Terrell's friend. Like, <laughs> I mean, damn. We ain't got to hang out with Terrell for us to go to happy hour shit. This sounds like a real 180 from your stance where you said if they break up, then the family needs to follow suit. But then you give that's a, but family. You, but you give that's a, different. But you giving a pass to the friends. If the friends was with Okay, here's what I'm saying. I, to me, it's worse for friends. Really? Because your loyalty, your legit loyalty is to okay. I don't know. Like, like let me like, for, like, let me give my let me give my I mean, cause on my side, like it's really weird for like my guy friends to still be friends with my ex. Like that's, that's why I want to explain the situation. If your friend is dating someone, let's call her Kim. Sure. And Kim and I develop a friendship. Your guy friend, Martin. Sure. Is like we cool, but that's your friend. You're right. friends with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, me and Kim are developing a friendship. If Kim and Martin break up, why can't I maintain a friendship with Kim? It's not like I'm hanging out with Martin. It's not like okay, so you, we're super close. Okay, so, I mean, okay. I'm more close than Kim at, at this point because that's who I've been kicking it with. Okay, and that happens a lot of times in relationships. And that's the part I'm not even really debating about. I was talking about, you talking about the girlfriend or the wife or the spouse of the friend. I'm talking about the friend. Okay, yeah, I'm talking about the partner. I'm talking about of, yeah. my closest friend still being... Yeah, I get that. That's, yeah. that's a little weird. Yeah. But if she developed naturally, if she hung around us and my friends, she probably developed relationships with their girlfriends or spouses. Right, that's maybe what I'm some talking of them. about. And so I, that's fine because I don't really communicate with the spouses of my yeah, friends. Like, that's what I don't, I'm talking Like, about. I don't really, unless we in groupings, but I don't, yeah, so... That's a whole nother thing. But I'm just, yeah, friends, though. Yeah. That's friends and Like, family. if your best friend was still super close to your exes, yeah, that would be weird. It's just a little weird, man. Yeah, like, that would I be weird. I'm not saying all relationships, but it's just, it's a little odd. Unless you, like you said in the beginning, unless they had a pre-existing relationship beforehand, and maybe they was even the ones that introduced us. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Because that's and that happened, would be too. different, yeah. Yeah. I think we on okay. I think we on the save because you. Whoa, you had me worried for a second there, boy. <laughs> boy, you had me worried for a second. All right, this is where it gets a little tricky. What about being married but separated? First of all, mm. because it, mm. any answer that any answer that follows any question after this is going to be contingent on this core value, which is your feelings about dating while being still married. Mm-hmm. Even though you're legally separated, like your views on that first is going to be contingent on how you answer everything else. So, are you even for dating 
while legally separated? Absolutely not. Why? I think that's absolutely terrible. I, I said why, lady. Here's why. Then what's the point feel, being separated? I feel like you should completely end one relationship. Process that relationship. Spend some time with yourself. Oof. Oof. Get yourself together first before you enter into a new relationship. That's how I feel like that should go. I think, you know what? And that's a very sane way to view it. Go ahead. You can't do that if you are legally so You haven't had time. Can't? No, you cannot. You haven't ended the relationship. You're still connected. Legally. And some of you motherfuckers Legally. be living with your legal wife. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. And starting relationships that's interesting. with other people. And I think that is inappropriate that, on many levels. That part, for me, I'm like, most of us guys, we're like, come on, we know what's up. Like, you still living with him? Like, we know he... We know he's he's still like so, so. Most of us aren't like most of us know what's up on in those cases, right? But let's be honest too, because I've seen this also. A lot of people grieve and process their relationship before the relationship actually ends. Now, why that happens, I can't speak on, but that happens, and so sometimes, and I think. Even from a legal standpoint, like some states, they force you to go through a separation process before you can actually get legally divorced. Yeah. And so is it fair to be like, well, you have to wait until all of that plays out before you can even start dating again? Personally, even though, even I though, would. Even though y'all both agree that this relationship is done, y'all didn't already make peace with it, there's no coming back from it, y'all ready to move on. At this point, it's, it's just legal. It's I always have to flip the script, right? And think about me on the other side. Mm -hmm. And if I meet a man who's saying I'm legally separated, we're both saying it's done. Mm -hmm. I am not going to 100% trust that. Because? Because I have seen situations with people who have been separated or going through a divorce and one party is not in agreement. Like, one person does not want the divorce. Mm -hmm. But the other person is going around town saying, yeah, our marriage is done and we both want this. I'm just hearing that from you. I don't really know if that's true or not. Mm -hmm. And also, I would want to be with a person who has fully processed all the emotions that they need that to go part, through that's the most with part. that relationship yep. before I enter into something with them. So if I was the other person being pursued by the person that was separated, mm -hmm. I just personally wouldn't want to enter into something like that. So if I wouldn't want to do that on the other side, if I was going through a separation as a married person, I just wouldn't want to, to cross that line. Because also, I don't know if this marriage is completely done. I don't know what could happen. We might just be pissed at each other, but then we like, shit, look, we didn't came to our senses, and now we're getting back together. The hell? No, I mean, look, part of the challenge of this podcast is playing devil's advocate because you and me, I feel like, have very sane minds. We do. We agree on so a lot. We, we, <laughs> Why are we 
start a podcast. I know. So it's sometimes it can be a challenge to disagree with each other because that's exactly like I would want somebody fully processed out of a relationship mentally and emotionally before getting involved into another relationship with them. Yeah. So I'm with I mean, I'm with you imagine, on that. Like some people spend years with somebody. 15, 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And a lot like, of they got kids. A lot of them get got over kids. that in a couple of months. And Are lo- you kidding me? And a lot of them's got kids with each other. That is no. A lot yeah, of I don't understand that. Let me tell you something, Frankie. First of all, we ain't getting a divorce. Okay. It's not happening. Yeah, I always say that. Every I but, guarantee you, every woman who's ever said who got married say, You mine. You, you mine forever. You ain't, you ain't never leave. You stuck with me forever. But like, Lord forbid, girl, if we ever did, I go cheat tomorrow was... and you be gone. Like, like... <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't imagine the time that we've spent together being able to get over that in a year, in a few months. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. couldn't imagine that. Like, even if we both agreed, you know, if we said we both unhappy and we just want to pursue other things, like, I would need time. No. Like, our lives have been so... I would need time to even get used to not having you around, Mm -hmm. let alone processing all of my feelings around the marriage ending and no longer having you intimately. Like, that's a lot. So, it just... Mm -hmm. It's odd to me how quickly people bounce Um, out of marriages after spending years together. No, that's, that's absolutely true. And I think, obviously, it takes longer for it. And that's a good point you actually bring up because I think what happens in a lot of those situations is they start dating as part of the grieving process. Yeah. Trying to get over the person. And that's also the wrong way to, unless, unless you make it, unless ahead of time you like, look, I'm grieving. I'm just looking for a good time, not a long time. I don't time. even know why you would want to pursue that. Some oh, people, God. look, some people just need to occupy themselves. And but even from so the I, other side, I like, why would you want to date somebody that's separated or going through a but, divorce? Uh, but at least with the why, point I was making, attractive? at least for the point I was making, I wasn't necessarily like saying pursuing a relationship per se. I'm just saying like, like harmless dating, like just like. Oh, just not, like casual. Yeah, 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 not actually looking for anything. But I feel but just like for people be like starting with. whole relationships. That's no, 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 absolutely. That's no, weird. A, no, no, absolutely. But you also you also come from a perspective of you're in a great marriage with the greatest husband that walked the planet. So you are so interesting. So I understand it's going to take. Do people you, know that we're married? I feel like people forget that they know what's up. So I understand it's gonna take you a lifetime to get over it. Like, I okay, under, first like, of all, I, under, I don't like, know about I get a lifetime. It. I get it. I Listen, get it. I have told you if we don't work out, I'm going full on Blanche from Golden Girls. Okay, I'm not getting married again, baby girl. About to be out here living it up. Period. <sighs> so I mean, right? You you're right, and it's. it's it's fitting that you bring up Golden Girls because that's about the age you'll be by the time you get over me to, to be able up. to do that. So, <laughs> so that's fitting that you bring that up. So I understand that it would take time. But for some of these relationships that didn't have a solid foundation to begin with, that has a lot of issues and arguments, that grieving process can speed up just a little bit when you get to a point where you, can, you don't even stand the person. Right. You know, not somebody that you, you know, 
versus, you know, somebody who you still have your whole heart into and you really want to work out. But so there, there's different scenarios where the grieving process, the getting over process could vary. Right. You know, and so some people grieve. And I mentioned this and you made a face. The podcast couldn't see this, but the pod, but you made a face when I mentioned that some people grieve their relationships while they're in it. And before it's even finalized, they've already moved on emotionally. And I can relate to that. that. I understand that. And so I that, just feel like so it's not for a marriage that you've been in for years. I just I question how quickly you can do that. Right. And so right. So my my advice would be to really just I'm not saying don't ever do it. I wouldn't recommend it. Let me start there. I wouldn't recommend it, but I would just say proceed with cautious and understand the full situation if that is something. I'm not saying I'm not that person where I'm like absolute. I'm not really absolute about anything. But if you do, you have a there's a there's a large percentage that it might not go. I agree. Because I've seen it happen. It's a large percentage. I'm currently seeing it. So I ain't gonna throw no names out there. So but. I'm just saying proceed with cautions if that's the route you're gonna go. I wouldn't recommend it. Um close one door completely. I agree. I agree. I just I'm just saying there is a scenario where I could see somebody still married, separated, but have already moved on from the relationship mentally and could start. And I've seen that, too, where you start a relationship during your divorce process and you go on to be with that person and be successful. Like that's get that's right. But it happens. I agree. And what you going to say? What you going to say? You shouldn't have done it. What if that was your soulmate? You're going to be like, you shouldn't have done it. You should have waited and missed out on it. Signing papers. They trying to. The legal, sign them papers. They're trying to. The legal system's making Ain't no them go. trying to. The Just legal sign system them and move is on. making them go through a stupid separation when they've already made their minds up. Whatever. So, I've seen it happen. So, if somebody's separated and you think that's your soulmate, go for yours. You was about to cuss me out. I you? was. Move on. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all, this is our first episode back. Tear, tear. Do not forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe so you can listen to all our new content as we push it out. Also, follow us on social media on Instagram, WBR Black, and on Facebook at Will Be Right Black.